Amy always felt like an outsider. She was easily distracted in school and had trouble paying attention. She was also very impulsive and got into trouble. As she got older, her problems continued. She had difficulty holding down a job and often got fired. She also had trouble making friends and often felt isolated and alone. Amy often became very upset and angry when she felt rejected or criticized. She would also have difficulty recovering from these experiences and tended to stew and ruminate on negative things that had happened to her and start believing that she was worthless and unlovable. Amy was in a meeting with her boss and two other colleagues. They were discussing a new project that Amy was supposed to be leading. She said, I'm not sure I'm the right person for this. I'm not very good at planning and organizing. Don't worry, her bosses said, we'll help out. But Amy was still worried. She knew that she wasn't very good at keeping things in order and she also wasn't very good at speaking up. She didn't want people to not like her, but at the same time, she was more afraid of letting her team down. Once the meeting ended and Amy went back to her desk, she started to work on the project, but quickly became overwhelmed. She couldn't figure out how to organize her thoughts and started to feel like she was gonna fail before she even begun. She got up and went for a walk to clear her head. And as she walked, she thought about all the times she had failed. Instead of strategizing on how she could best approach beginning this project, she just couldn't help but remember all the times that she had been rejected and criticized before. She went back to her desk and tried to work on the project again, but still couldn't focus. Even though her bosses and colleagues offered their help earlier, it was just too embarrassing to ask them. She was so upset, she decided to go home. During the drive home, she thought about giving up on the project. No, you know what? She was gonna quit her job. She just wanted to run away and never come back. Rejection-sensitive dysphoria is a term used to describe the intense emotional pain felt in response to perceived or actual rejection or criticism. It's often associated with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. What is rejection-sensitive dysphoria and how do you know if you might have it? And if you do, how do you go about treating it? You're not gonna wanna miss this episode. Stay tuned. Greetings fellow Divergents, welcome back to another episode of Attention Please, the podcast about everything ADHD and neurodivergence. I am your host, as always, DC. Okay, I promise I'll be done with the long episodes for a while, okay? They really do take a lot out of me and I just, and I just don't have the time or the prioritization or the focus on prioritization right now to do well enough um, to just do episodes like the last four that I've done in succession just yet I, I'm, I'm not ready for that now but it was really fun I hope you guys really liked it I may do a double episode every once in a while but for now I'm gonna cool down a bit return to the normal episode lengths after all I do want to be able to hold people's attention the other ones are pretty long so um, that doesn't mean today's episode won't be equally compelling and interesting Today I'll explain something called rejection sensitive dysphoria or RSD. We're gonna call it RSD because the other is a bit of a mouthful. So what we're gonna talk about what it is, how it relates to ADHD and how to know if you might have it. And if you know that you have it already, I'll tell you how it's treated and how you can kind of ease your symptoms. But first, this is something new. I'm gonna start having specific questions and polls for every episode in the Spotify interaction thread and I'm gonna be talking about them in the episode and prompting you guys. Um, I have been getting feedback on some of these episodes, which is great, but I would like to encourage it a lot more. So today's question is, do you prefer single episodes or the two-part episodes? 
you can cast your votes in this poll um, in the section of this episode. So just once you're listening to this in Spotify, I think it's only in Spotify, you uh, go ahead and scroll down into the details of the episode and you should see the poll. Stick around to the end of this episode or towards the end of it anyways to hear what the actual question is and the prompt is relevant to the episode that you're listening to now. So check that out as well and be sure to stick around for that and as always don't forget to like and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to this if you love the show please give it a five star rating wherever you're listening this really helps out the show and keeps it going okay let's talk about rsd the reason i'm talking about rsd in the first place is because it is a comorbidity or a condition that is related to adhd So before I get into what RSD is, if you're regularly listening to this show, you're probably tired of hearing this by now, but I'm going to describe what ADHD is for those who may be unaware or this is their first time tuning in. Really quickly, ADHD is a neurodevelopmental disorder that affects attention, hyperactivity, and impulsivity. People with ADHD may struggle to pay attention, stay on task, and control their impulses. They may also be hyperactive and have difficulty sitting still. There, done. That wasn't hard, was it? Pretty painless. Okay, so what is RSD? RSD is a condition that often occurs in people with ADHD. It is characterized by an intense emotional reaction to perceived or actual rejection or criticism. People with rejection-sensitive dysphoria may feel deeply hurt, humiliated, or ashamed when rejected or criticized. And again, if they have the perception of being rejected or criticized. They may also have difficulty recovering from these experiences. So what is the relationship between ADHD and RSD? The exact relationship between ADHD and RSD are not fully understood. However, it is thought that they may be related to differences in brain structure and function. People with ADHD often have difficulty with emotional regulation meaning that they have trouble controlling their emotions and this may make them more sensitive to rejection and criticism. In addition, people with ADHD may have lower thresholds for feeling rejected. This means that they may perceive rejection even when it's not happening. And it's, I guess, you know, proposed that this, the differences in the brain structure and function is what causes this to hurt so much. For example, a person with ADHD may feel rejected if they're not invited to a party. Even if the invitation just got lost in the mail or someone just forgot. I have my own theories about what causes RSD or what's a bit of an explanation for this change in brain chemistry and function. It's kind of based on what we just went over in the last episode. If you go back to Dr. Gabor Mate's explanation of how ADHD occurs in the brain, I'd say a more thorough understanding of RSD can be reached. I would guess that it has something to do with how the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex develop in an individual and what type of environment this uh, early development occurred. To push it a little bit further, I wonder if it would be a stretch to think if this person may have grown up in a household where they were constantly invalidated, didn't receive much attention, or were verbally abused. So how does RSD affect people with ADHD? Regardless of any of the things I just said, RSD can significantly impact the lives of people with ADHD. It can make it difficult to form relationships, succeed in schoolwork, and participate in social activities. People with RSD may feel more likely to experience anxiety, depression, and other mental problems. So what are the symptoms of RSD? The symptoms of RSD can vary from person to person, but may include the following. 
feeling deeply hurt, humiliated or ashamed when rejected or criticized, having difficulty recovering from rejection or criticism, avoiding situations where they might be rejected or criticized, having low self-esteem, feeling like a failure, being quick to anger, having mood swings, feeling hopeless, having suicidal thoughts. If you're experiencing any of these symptoms, talking to a doctor or a therapist is essential. RSD is a real and serious condition, but it can be managed with proper treatment. How is RSD treated? Like with many conditions and illnesses, there's no one-size-fits-all treatment for RSD. However, several things can help, including talk therapy. Therapy can help you understand your RSD and develop coping mechanisms. Medication, in some cases, medication can help manage the symptoms of RSD. Support groups, support groups provide a safe space to talk about your RSD with others who understand what you're going through. Self-care, taking care of yourself physically and emotionally can help you manage your RSD. This includes getting enough sleep, eating healthy foods, and exercising regularly. Coming off of the last episode, the two-parter, about what causes ADHD, I mean, this is almost like an extension of the last couple episodes. Honestly, if you look back at any of the episodes that I've done so far, and how it's recommended to deal with ADHD and its comorbid symptoms, you hear a lot of the same stuff. There's like really just a few main points on what to do. One is Paying attention to your symptoms, right? You know, getting self-awareness. Another thing is like the self-compassion, building strong social networks and support groups, therapy, EMDR therapy. I think it's safe to say that whether you have RSD or ADHD or any other co comorbid symptoms, I'm not a doctor. I would recommend getting in touch with a medical professional. But regardless, I think it's always good to do those certain things. You should be meditating. You should be eating well. You should be exercising, in my opinion. That seems to be a, a big relief for a lot of conditions, not even anything like ADHD, just in general. If you are struggling with RSD, just know that you're not alone, and many people do understand what you're going through and can help you manage your symptoms. Here's some additional tips for managing your RSD. Talk to your friends and family. Let them know how you're feeling and ask for support. <clears throat> Set real expectations for yourself. Don't expect to be perfect all the time. Everybody makes mistakes. Learn to say no. This is a big one. Learn to say no. It's okay to say no to things that you don't wanna do. I have a problem with this myself. You know, I think I have a little touch of RSD. I mean, I'm a little more attentive, inattentive in my ADHD symptoms, so I, I tend to not worry too much about what people think. But I definitely feel it, I definitely feel it. And when I do feel it, I really feel it, you know what I mean? Um, and learning to say no is one of those things. I spent a lot of time working on this podcast. Uh, I'm an artist, so I work on a lot of creative projects. I rarely feel bored. I love books, I love information, I love research, I love writing, I love so many things that I have a lot of things that keep me busy at home. And I have friends that for whatever reason love hanging out with me and in doing stuff with me and they always reach out and say hey you want to go to this concert do you want to go to the show do you want to go do this thing and i gotta be honest i really don't feel like it sometimes yeah but most of the time i have very little desire for like on my own i would never do some of these things that i'm invited to do 
and I feel guilty about it for some reason but we have this like weird thing in our culture where it's like if you don't go to work Monday through Friday and then on the weekends go on trips and go places and spend money and 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 go eat food at places and and get draft beers the fancy craft beers and all that then you're not there's something wrong or something and and I get it I think you should socialize I think people should go out every once in a while and do something but I much rather go to a bookstore or something or a botanical garden or museum I'm kind of boring but I I did a lot of like crazy shit when I was young you know I'm 30 about to be 36 so really I like doing some low-key stuff something educational I really do find value in those types of things um so I'm in a phase in my life now where I'm learning to to say no a little more often um which not that I ever had a problem with it before but I'm learning to articulate it a little better to say not make up some stupid excuse but say you know um I really don't like seeing live music at huge venues. I would totally go to some small venue and see some shit and and that be that. So um all right, anyway, that was a little personal stuff. The next one is a take care of yourself. This kind of goes in with self-care. Just make sure you get enough sleep, you're eating healthy, exercising, whatever. And of course, seek professional help if you need it. Go to therapy, develop coping mechanisms for managing your RSD. I've, I've talked about my idea of traditional talk therapy before and how I feel about it. And I'm not a huge proponent of it. I really do like meditation and whatnot, but but I will say it's it could be good for other individuals to get therapy. And even if you don't have a good experience sitting down with a therapist every week or twice a week or whatever, and talking about your problems, at least you'll have obtained the data that you don't like that and you can try some other things. So I think the overall uh, theme of this whole episode is just remember that you're not by yourself. This is something that a lot of people experience with ADHD. I've, I, I notice it in myself. I notice it in others. So, um, all right, let's wrap this one up. RSD sounds like it could just be a bunch of whiny millennials. That's what people would say, but it is a, a serious condition. It could be managed um, with the right treatment, though. To understand it a little bit better, I would recommend going back to the last two episodes, 22 and 23, I believe. It's what causes ADHD and kind of get an idea of what uh, this really amazing professional, Dr. Gabor Mate, has kind of come up with and studying the brain and et cetera. I'm not going to get into it. Just check it out. and it, It should help you understand RSD a little bit more. And that brings me to this week's Spotify comment thread question. Do you have any personal experiences with RSD that you would like to share or any questions or observations about yourself and how it could relate to having RSD? I always ask questions that are super personal and it's usually about your medical history for whatever reason. I'm going to get better at this, but uh, if you would like to interact, scroll down. It should be by the poll and you can say something about what you thought about this episode or your RSD traits and whatnot it feels weird not to be prepping myself to read for like a very very long time (laughs) i feel like i kind of rushed through this one but um yeah all right so i think that's it i hope you enjoyed this one and i will see you next week much love dc out